Good evening everyone. Hope you're doing well. I'm getting my mic set up. I think I've got it right. Looks like it anyway. Maybe I need to turn it down just a little. Maybe right there, maybe. Let's see right there. Alright, I hope you can hear me on here. Hope you can hear me on here. I'm gonna try to get started in this podcast. I'm glad you can join me. Um Contact me through Joshua Ministries 741 at gmail.com, uh, Joshua Family Ministries.wordpress.com. Um, I'd like to hear from you. And I'm glad to see that I've got listeners in New Zealand. And I'm thankful for you listening there. Uh, give me some feedback, if you would, of how things are going there. I just noticed uh, that your COVID spikes are going up and we know there's nothing to be scared about but the government's going to try to scare you into compliance uh just don't fall for it i think everybody knows not to comply um so hopefully you'll stand up and if your government's still pushing tyranny overthrow them trying to get people on board here uh we already have a constitution uh, Bill of Rights, Declaration of Independence. We're already set up. We've got our free speech. We have um, the right to keep and bear arms. Everything's set up for us. I don't know what's taking us so long. While we still have tyrants in office, it doesn't make sense. But we're putting the word out there. We haven't been violent. Only the uh, tyrants and dictators have been violent, pushing their little minions on us. Uh, we're just sitting back. Um, we're prepping. Let's just say that. Uh, we're ready. Um, but we need to kick them out. And I just, I just amazed that it's taken this long. But I guess when you indoctrinate youth for decades, this is what happens. When communism steps in, they just let it happen. But anyway, I'm going to talk about, that's the title. I just shared this to my Facebook page. So, but the title there is a reference to a podcast that I made on March 21st, I mean 24th. And your kids are going to die. Uh, that's what I'm going to talk about is the spike in the youth caskets because it's already happened. It's happening right now. Kids are dying at an alarming rate. And I warned about it on my podcast here, uh, March 24th. And I'd been speaking that it would speaking about it, that it would happen even before that. And I knew something was off, uh, in 2020 and then when they released the uh released the vaccines and you you could tell i knew something something just wasn't right and they kept pushing it you know the the frequency that they were trying to push it on people instead of giving people choices they were trying to force people to do it giving you ultimatums 
Uh, well, now they're pushing it on children. And I, I have done a lot of studying and a lot of research trying to figure out what's true and what is a lie. I'm a pastor. I was at the time was pastoring a church locally here and I was doing my best as a leader to have the correct information and make the correct decisions. And so I would dig in and dig in and listening to podcasts, look, finding news articles, uh, trying talking to people, trying to find what was true and what was not. And I, mean, I listened to all kinds of, I listened to like Thrive Time show, Doug Billings, uh, a few other guys, um, but the, the ones that it boiled down to as far as podcasts that I listened to that back two years ago was Bard's FM and the Steve Bannon's War Room. Um, those are the first two that I found that I realized were speaking the truth and calling it like it was. Now, uh, Bard's FM right off the bat was talking about the uh, injections and how bad they were and how deadly they were. Uh, Steve Bannon's war room was very slow to start to actually pick that up. They were way too late, and, and as far as I know, but they're they're doing a good job now in in those regards. Uh, with uh, Naomi Wolf, she she'd been warning from the very beginning about it. Uh, Daily Clout IO. Um, so. And one that I think started about that same time that I started searching for places to go to was uh, Stu Peters. And those are the three that I listened to. And that's about it. As far as podcasts myself, I still, uh, while I'm working, I listen to those. One of those three, well, for uh, Glenn Beck. So listen to Glenn Beck, Steve Bannon, Bards FM, Stu Peters. Um, and I get a kind of a well-rounded idea of what's going on. I've read uh, Robert Kennedy's book, um, the, uh, Dr. Fauci, the real Anthony Fauci. I'm reading Glenn, books, Glenn Beck's book, The Great Reset. And I've been having to do some catch-up because, you know, my focal point has been in the ministry for, you know, over a decade now. And it's been in the church, and it's been more, more or less only on the spiritual side, and not an emphasis on the physical side. So I've been catching up. If you on the the social side, I think if I'm try, I'm trying to describe it the right in the right way, and I've always tried to tie the two together. But at this point, within the past two years, I saw the need to tie in God's word and his direction, his knowledge, understanding um, to our founding fathers, to the United States of America, and try to show that because we're being attacked from all sides, there's a deliberate attack on the U.S. especially. They're trying to tear down our 
foundations and it seems like people are forgetting or have been indoctrinated to the point that they are unaware that our foundation is God. And it's been him the whole time. You talk to just an average everyday Joe out on the street, they may not know this, especially in cities. They don't realize that our country's here because of God. But if you look at George Washington, and you, you, there probably wasn't a time you would confront him that he wasn't praying. He wasn't on his knees talking to the Lord, especially during the war. Listen to John Adams, Benjamin Franklin. Uh, these people gave credit to God for their freedom and for their liberty. We don't have enough of that. So I've been convicted to step up and try to to be like them in a way and speak the truth no matter what the consequences are. I've been... So I have a Facebook page. I had a, I've had a post deleted. I've had my my account, uh, what do you call it, lowered in the visibility. The visibility was blurred, so you can't find me on Facebook. Um, I had a, a YouTube channel for this, uh, Joshua Ministries YouTube channel. Uh, they deleted that. And I've already got strikes on my second channel that I've remade uh, called The Old Pass on YouTube channel or on YouTube. Um, I'm trying to be vague, you know, as vague as you can, but it's kind of hard. Um, I'm not good at being uh, delicate with that. If I, I, I say what needs to be said, it's kind of hard to tiptoe around it. That's not kind of, I don't think that's for me. So anyway. Oh, so this journey we've been on, it's been a long journey. So I've been catching up trying to figure out what in the world is going on here. So what I've learned in my two years of studying is that there are elites on this earth. And as I say, my channel, the podcast is to, to take current events and use God's word and show how they relate how the Bible, God's word is still relevant. And you can see evil men working for their own advantage, their selfish desires and their gains. And so their desire is to take over the world. Uh, as strange as that may sound, but there are elites, a few trying to take over the many. And our constitution in the U.S. is already set up to throw off tyrants so that doesn't happen again like it did with England. With tyrants, the king, King George, and the, they, they molested the colonists and they, uh, they murdered them and they pillaged their houses, burnt their houses down, destroyed their crops and there's full-blown tyrants, and we're in the middle of that right now again, and yet the people aren't pushing back like they should. Like in the Netherlands, um, the Dutch of uh, the farmers, they so that the the Netherlands uh, government wanted to uh, 
they cut out a third of the farmers and said they couldn't grow any crops. They cut out the fertilizer. And so a third of the farmers can't grow. And I mean, they're, from what I've heard is they're the, some of the best farmers in the world for, as far as growing high quality crops and the government's cutting them out. Now these elites want us to eat bugs and um, synthetic meat. And I'm not buying that. I ain't, I'm not doing that. The Lord's already given us resources. If As long as we're good stewards, it'll support everyone on earth. As long as we uh, are good stewards with the resources. So, but anyway, that hopefully will give you kind of an idea of what's going on. Um, that's why this regime, when as soon as they got in office, they shut down the oil pipelines. Uh, they've been, there's been over a hundred uh, food processing plants have caught on fire and burnt to the ground. Uh, this is why they're so using a PCR test. They claim that chicken, a chicken had uh, the bird flu and they killed 5.3 million chickens at one plant. And they already did this a couple years ago with uh, hogs and just on down the line, they're just thinning out our supplies. Uh, 10,000 cattle die simultaneously. Um, that doesn't happen. The heat doesn't kill cows like that. And anyway, on down the line, you can tell this is a deliberate attack. The supply chain was wrecked because of the pandemic. Uh, we can't get supplies across from, from the West Coast to the East Coast now without running into a fueling station without gas and without diesel uh, i went to get uh gas today and i went to the local um is it the walmart gas station uh was that a murphy i guess i think it's murphy uh, anyway so i went there to get gas and i talked to the the cashier and just asked her how she, if she was busy and she said that they hadn't had gas in three days. Now I'm in Spartanburg, South Carolina and they haven't had gas for three days. So it is getting real and it's, it's coming to your, to a town near you and it's going to be real. Um, I also ha have a YouTube channel that I've, um, it's JM Outdoors and on that channel I'm going to start posting videos of kind of how I've been prepping and on the, my last video I posted on JM Outdoors was a um, just the taking five gallon buckets and just um, filling them with rice and beans um, so we started with that and uh, we have several containers of rice and beans, and now we've started uh, diversifying a little bit. So we don't have just rice and beans, but that's the still right now. It's still the cheapest way to go. 
Uh, each five-gallon bucket at the moment, you can put about 25 pounds of beans or rice in, in each bucket. So that'll hold you over. Uh, I'm encourage you to uh, to say put back food that like that that'll last. Dry goods, canned goods, whatever you can put back. Uh, you need at least I think you need six to nine months. You may even need a year supply. Hopefully not, but start putting back what you can. At least get six months set back um, ASAP. So. What I wanted to get to was the video that I posted or podcast that I posted March 24th. Um, I shared what Dr. Brian Artis had spoken about and the fact that these kids, they had, they'd, um, they approved, the FDA approved, these things were never approved, but they are so-called approved vaccines for adults and then they so-called approve them for um, children ages 5 to 11 uh, as they in uh, 21 so since then death rates have been skyrocketing but you cannot really find anything on it it haven't been able to surprisingly tonight I did find some articles on about the insurance companies but in 2021, there's a major insurance company that they're finally starting to release information about it now. It's like a year and a half too late. But uh, this is evidence of what we've been warning about over the past year and a half. Uh, this One America insurance company disclosed that the mortality rates in the ages 18 to 64 group age group uh, increased by 40 percent so these insurance companies are claims on deaths and this is a 40 percent increase since these um so-called vaccines have been released 40 percent deaths claims this is insurance this is real legit boots on the ground evidence proving that these vaccines are killing people. 2020 was when the COVID was supposedly going around killing people when it wasn't. And children are not in danger of COVID at all. They have a point, 0 0.02 chance of even getting it. They will not die from COVID. And it's been a lie this whole time. Your children aren't going to die from it. But they will die from the vaccine. So I warned months ago that they were going to die if they didn't die immediately from these vaccines when you injected them they would die within so if you listen to dr brian artis he stated uh that within and i can't remember the the uh review that he he noted but in this this data that he had within one year about 20 percent of the those that took the vaccine will be dead. This is the projection based on evidence over 2021. About in a year, 20% would be dead. Uh, over the span of five years, 50% uh, would be dead. That was the uh, what he quoted in this uh, research paper, uh, the American Heart Association, I believe it was. 
And so the One America Insurance Company proves that it's already 40% for 21, 2021, that 40% claims in the age group 18 to 64. Um, that's a lot of people that are dead. And this is from the vaccines. They're extremely dangerous and they are murdering people. It's deliberate. Uh, if you were to have gone to the Georgia Guidestones, which I just made a podcast on it, I went to them in March and looked them over and asked God to destroy them. And uh, there was others praying over them as well. well. Not while I was there, but over this past year. And so last week they exploded and the Guidestones aren't there anymore. Uh, but they are part of the one world order. And part of their plan is to uh, uh, have a mass genocide until the population is under a, a manageable amount. It's 500 million. And that's plain as day. That's on the, that was on the Godstones. That's one of their, their guidelines for humanity. So it's obvious that they want to thin out the population because there's too many uh, useless eaters around to take a quote from uh, Yuval Noah Harari. And so they want to eliminate m millions and millions of people. So you can see their plan is working just by this insurance company's uh, data. On top of that, if you'll listen, and I'm, we're all in this together, we're all working together, so I'm going to tell you, if you go look up Stu Peter's show, he does an extremely good job. And this is, uh, he talked to uh, Mick Haddock, and he's, uh, he owns a, a, a company where they distribute caskets. And uh, this especially, his interview in, was on the youth caskets. Um, so remember what I said in my podcast back in March, uh, based on doctors that I could find that I knew were speaking the truth, um, there was going to be a mass deaths, especially in children. Well, it's happening. This Mick Haddock just reported he's as whistleblower. Um, there's not many people speaking out because they're scared, but I mean, what is there to be scared of? People are dying all, your, all around. You need to stand up. Quit being cowards and stand up. Um, so he did. And what he reported was that uh, there is an increase of youth caskets being ordered. Um, he's a, he, he, distributors for caskets order them from him. And the orders had increased, and one of he said that uh, average per year would be about sixty orders for youth caskets. And in the past seven months, there has been four hundred and fifty youth caskets ordered. So, in the past seven months, he sold enough youth caskets for five years. 
that I think that matches what the one American insurance company disclosed and their mortality rates based on their claims, insurance claims. Um, uh, follow Thomas Renz also and Dr. David Martin. Uh, but the, there's, we have to stand up, get the truth out, speak the truth, no matter what, whether we're being censored or channels are being deleted or what, we got to find ways around it. Uh, I got kicked out of my church because I was uh, speaking the truth. They didn't like it. Uh, they were going against my back or going against me behind my back, um, opposing what I was um, revealing to them. Uh, but I'm still going. I'm still trying to get the word out, still trying to warn people, uh, still trying to uh, set my family up for what's happening. Um, so this is what I wanted to get to was that when I warned you that your child, your kids are going to die, they are dying. And this is all we've seen nothing yet as far as children dying at an escalation in child deaths because they've so-called approved the vaccines for five to 11 year olds. Now they've approved them for the FDA approved them for all the way down to six month olds. And now they've, they, the, their protocol is to administer remdesivir to infants in hospitals. They're deliberately killing off the next generation. So there will not be any on top of that. Any adults that have taken the injections are most likely sterile and cannot reproduce. They've wiped out, almost completely wiped out the next generation. And most people have been complacent. They've let it happen. And just denying it or sticking your head in the sand like an ostrich doesn't fix the problem. Exposing it does. Resisting it does. Trusting in God does. Praying does. But not praying only, but taking action. James says, I will show you my faith by my works. So for our um, by our devotion tonight, I want to look at Joshua chapter 1. I want to look at that and look at the first chapter. Well, I'm going to read through the whole chapter. It's not very long. It's only 18 verses. But in this chapter, we see um, the Lord and him speaking to Joshua. And then we see Joshua's reaction. And then we see the reaction of the people of Israel. So I want to read. And at this time was Moses was the leader of Israel. And it was for years, 40 years wandering through the wilderness. Moses led them because of their stubborn hearts. He had to lead them through a, a, a desert for 40 years that would have only taken 12 days to cross. The reason was because once they crossed it, they were scared of giants. They were scared of the enemies. 
that God had already told them they would have victory over. They did not have faith in God, their father, their creator. But Joshua was faithful. At this time, he's 80 years old. Um, yeah, he's about 80 years old at this time. And he takes Moses' place. And he starts leading the children of Israel. So the Lord commissions Joshua to take over Moses' place. So that's where we pick up. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. There shall not be any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you nor forsake you. I'm going to stop right there real quick. I was just thinking about, notice the expanse of the land that God told them that they would have, the land of Canaan. But look how much they have today. Uh, that It doesn't match up. So what did they do? I think it was just like the two million in the desert whining and complaining and moaning and they lost their inheritance. But he said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So verse 6, be strong and of a good courage for unto this people shalt thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous, that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses my servant commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou may prosper whithersoever thou go. Notice that. If we do what God told us to do, the way he told us to do it, we will prosper. Don't turn to the left or turn to the right. The problem is with us today, and this is not only the United States of America, but any country that turned their back on God or has never recognized him as God, that's the problem. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, My people, uh, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. I, the Lord, will hear from heaven, forgive them of their sins, and forgive their land, heal their land. But God gives them the, the, this is the prerequisites, that is to obey what I told you to do. Don't, don't veer off what I told you to the left or to the right. Do what I told you to do, and you will prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. Thou shalt observe to do according to all that is written therein, for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. 
Have not I commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee wherever you go. Now, I trust the Lord and I rest in this. I have faith in him that as long as I obey him, obey what he has told me to do, then no matter what I face, he will carry me through. I will prosper. Now, it's not the prosperity gospel. No, it's not that. It's in obedience. If I stick to what he told me to do in his will and his timing, all things will work together for the good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. So that was what God told Joshua to do, verses 1 through verse 9. That is God himself speaking. So I don't know, I don't understand people saying that the Old Testament is not relevant. Only the New Testament, only follow the New Testament. But then the Jews say the New Testament's not relevant. Anyway, let's go to verse 10. So we see Joshua's response. How did he react to what God, the Lord, told him to do? Then Joshua commanded the officers of the people, saying, Pass through the host and command the people, saying, Prepare you victuals, for within three days you shall pass over this Jordan, go uh, to go in to possess the land which the Lord your God gives you to possess. So he immediately relayed the message to his people, to those that were uh, ranked below him, and commanded them to go tell all the people. And it was over 2 million people that they had at this time, I believe, um, that had left Egypt out of the land of Goshen and were now in the wilderness. And it was now time, 40 years later, so it was over 2 million people by then, most likely. I can't remember exactly where the reference is for that. But Joshua was now in command. And what did he do? Did he, he follow his own selfish desires? And was he greedy? Um, was he arrogant or prideful? No. This is one of my favorite men of God because I can follow him. Because what he did was follow God. He obeyed the Lord and did what he was told to do. So he told his, his people to go tell the congregation, and they did. Verse 12, And to the Reubenites, and to the Gadites, and to the half-tribe of Manasseh spake Joshua, saying, Remember the word which Moses the servant of the Lord commanded you, saying, the Lord your God has given you rest and hath given you this land. Your wives, your little ones, and your cattle shall remain in the land which Moses gave you on this side of Jordan. But you shall pass before your brethren armed, all the mighty men of valor, and help them. Until the Lord has given you your brethren rest as he hath given you, and they also have possessed the land which the Lord your God giveth them. Then you shall return unto the land of your possession and enjoy it, which Moses the Lord's servant gave you on this side Jordan toward the sunrising. And when I think about this, I think about our founding fathers here in the United States of America and the fact that they were convicted according to their faith in God that they were to pursue this land. Now, Contrary to popular belief, 
the founders and the pilgrims and those that loved the Lord and followed him, uh, when they met the indigenous people, worked with them and tried to trade with them and buy their land or, or, or work out deals with them in fair ways. They didn't try to rip them off. They didn't kill them and take their land. That was wicked people that did that. We have a few times in history where that bad things like that happen, but it wasn't godly people that did that. We, we uh, think about Squanto, think about uh, Pocahontas, think about um, the, the Wampanoag Indians and uh, the Cherokees, and we think about these uh, these people that were here, the Christian people wanted to work with them because they understood they too were created in the image of God. But that's besides the point here. But we see that doing it God's way works out, but doing it man's way messes things up. But he said, I've given you this land, this is your land, and you're going to go conquer it. So he sent, so what Joshua just did was sent the men out to take out the wicked people and claim the land. But notice they're getting rid of the wicked people, those that have in defiance disobeyed God and have rejected God and have turned their back on God. Um, Verse 16, and they answered Joshua saying, all that thou commanded us, we will do. And whithersoever thou send us, we will go. According as we hearken unto Moses and all things, so will we hearken unto thee. Only the Lord thy God be with thee as he was with Moses. Whosoever he be that does rebel against thy commandments and will not hearken unto thy words and all that thou commanded him, he shall be put to death. Only be strong and of good courage. Um, again, verse 18 shows that God's way, there's in when we follow God's way, sin is not tolerated, rebellion is not tolerated. There's consequences to your actions. And for far too long, we've been teaching children that everybody gets a medal. Everyone gets a participation badge or whatever. And instead of you doing your best, the, the one that does the best hits the, 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 the best wins or the one that scores the most points wins. Instead, uh, everybody's a winner. That, that doesn't work. That's not real. That's not reality. You have to work hard. You have to train hard. And you have to learn and grow to do better. But that's another. That's a part of the indoctrination of our children. Um, it's one of the reasons why um, I myself was homeschooled. That's why I myself homeschool my children. My wife and I we homeschool. Uh, so we're second generation homeschoolers. It's because we were. We were taught, um, we were warned 
about the the agenda, the indoctrination. Um, it boils down to good versus evil, God versus Satan. Satan is doing his best to take the image of God and trample it in the mud. And he's, he's done a pretty good job, but if, if we Christians quit just claiming to be Christians and start acting like Christians, um, we will start putting a dent in the devil's armor. If we will take up Ephesians chapter 6 and as being literal, literal, which it is, and start fighting the devil and resisting his darts and his snares and his tricks, his conniving, and protect our children from CRT, from transgenderism, from human uh, transhumanism. Um, we will get somewhere. So I'm going to close out with this this podcast. Um, thanks for listening uh, to the podcast here, and if you would. Comment through Joshua Ministries 741 at gmail.com. And um, if you have any, if I would like for you to, if you have information on um, especially these, these increases that, that I mentioned, um, like the, if you have any other information similar to this, like the Mick Haddock had, which the, uh, uh, what's that? Well, that's like a 500% increase on the, the orders of, I mean, I did my math right, but so he had 60 orders per year average. And then over the past seven months, it has increased to 450 orders that, that he said that was just his last two orders. That was 450 orders of chi- children's caskets. Uh, so you have any information like that, if you would send it to me. Um, the One America Insurance Company disclosed the mor- mortality rates uh, increased by 40% in just one year in uh, 2021. That's when the vaccines were released. Uh, if you would, just send me some. It would be interesting to see what's going on in your neck of the woods So I appreciate you joining in. We're going to close out the live feed here uh, with a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for what you've done for us, what you've given us. I'm thankful for those, for your children. I'm thankful that we, we can see the, the awakening is happening. There's more, people waking up to, to reality and get, uh, turning away from the metaverse. I uh, pray that more people would. Everything's been laid out. We have everything set up for us to take action. All we need is people with knowledge and faith and trust in Jesus Christ to step up and take action. In the, the, the U.S. of A., One Nation Under God, we've already... We've already, everything is set up. Everything's laid out. Instructions have been given to us. We know what needs to happen. 
but by all prayer and supplications, let our requests be made known to the Lord. We are praying to you, Lord, and seeking your face and your will and your way. We understand what you've, through our founding fathers and their dedication to you, and they're acknowledging that you are in control. This is a constitutional republic. This is a, this is a country that dedicated its resources and its uh, posterity. Everything here is, was to God, to creator, freedom. Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness was all be- is all because of what you've done for us. And, I, and it's time for, for the great awakening to realize that we live, move, and breathe. We have our well-being through you and through only you. This country is here because of you and only you. I pray that we would stand up, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. I pray that we will be found faithful when it is our time to to walk through those gates of pearl. And I hope to hear you say, well done, my good and faithful servants. I pray that that can be said of those listening and those around us. Help us to share this information with those around us and help us to be faithful. Help us to be the light that shines on a hill. Help us to be the salt of the earth. Help us to to be obedient to you in every aspect of our life. We give you the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You have a good evening. Thanks for listening. Uh, God bless.